0: Petty Jean State Bank presents I Remember When... The radio series featuring the late B. Jack Wilson that aired on KVOM Radio in the 1990s. Pettygene State Bank's all-new free mobile app makes local banking fast, simple, and secure. You can check your balance, deposit checks, pay a bill, transfer funds, and more—all from your mobile device. Transactions are fast, and the app is simple to use. Best of all, it's secure because Pettygene State Bank is committed to you and your peace of mind. Online banking customers can download the free PJSB app today from the App Store or Google Play. It's just another way that Petty Jean State Bank is right in town always in touch Jean State Bank. member FDIC an equal housing lender B Jack Wilson good morning to you B Jack how you doing rich doing all right New Year's coming up you got
1: any resolutions just about to wind it up son just about to wind it up hey. we've got two more days right have you got any resolutions for next I've year? I've got I've got resolutions and I was with a group yesterday having coffee downtown Uh, That'd be the bypass and prostate. That that, was that was the club that you just mentioned, and we all made New Year's resolutions that we'd uh, there'd be no more lies told at the downtown coffee club or the bypass and prostate club, and no more exaggerations. Now there's a binding obligation we all took that there would be no more lies and no more exaggerations in the year of 1995. If there are, what are the consequences? The consequences is expulsion from the club. But the thing about it is, before we left yesterday, all the uh all the resolutions were broken before we dismissed well you've got until january you don't have to start till january first you got a grace period right now but but the thing about it is the uh the resolutions that we made for the new year were not in effect until midnight saturday night okay
0: you're all right then
1: but uh anyway beside the point we get around to something that so few people uh, i say so few people a lot of people do it because they've heard about it from years past but that's the New Year's menu that we're all familiar with I say all most of the older folks like you but anyway when it comes to New Year's menus you know there's no such thing as New Year in Arkansas unless you have uh, black-eyed peas hog jaw uh, fried potatoes scrambled up with some onions in them, turnip greens, cornbread, and a lot of the listening audience has never heard of a menu like that because most of the Conway County people go to these plush eating places. And these plush eating places don't have such things as, as hogs all and black-eyed peas and turnip greens and cornbread, which is manna from heaven, really. And with a glass of iced tea, you can't beat a menu like that. And my wife always, always has that on New Year's Day. That's the reason why I have been so fortunate in my financial dealings. I'm always in debt, and I never have got out. But I keep eating black-eyed peas, cornbread, turnip greens, and fried potatoes. You can't get that kind
0: of menu at the Russian Tea Room. You
1: just can't get it. Now, we used to have a restaurant in Marlton, uh, Warren's Cafe that stayed open all night. But they didn't even know what a New Year's menu was at that time. It was still chili and stew and sandwiches. But uh, that aside, which is a lot of foolishness, we used to observe New Year's Day much like, well, quite different from what they do today. We, uh, we had cowbells and shotguns and wash tubs to beat on with hammers. The fire whistle would blow at midnight, which would aggravate uh, Tony Lahosky, the fire chief at that time, because he was strictly against it. Once in a while, somebody would set a house on fire back in the 30s and 40s just to create a little excitement. Right. But it was, it was good times. So when we look forward to a new year, we all instinctively, I guess, make New Year's resolutions. You know, we're going we're gonna to pay our debts as far as the money goes and then apologize for the rest of it, and we're going to treat our wives better, which I, well, I treat my wife now so good that she's spoiled, so I can't make a resolution to treat her better. But we go back to, to days 50 years ago or something like that, it was quite different then because people didn't have TVs and things like that, so radio was the coming thing. I remember the first radio that we had around nineteen and twenty-four or 25, somewhere in there, that was built from parts by a fellow by the name of Oscar Meeks at that time. And we had people gather at our house on New Year's Eve to listen to the grand old opera and they'd stay and eat you out of house and home, of course, until after midnight, and then you had to make them go home. But I come across uh, something about prices back in that time, and, and you know we always complain about, about prices now. You can go to the grocery store with a $20 bill and you spend $19.40 of it, and when you get home, my wife looks in all the sacks, and she said, what did we buy to eat? We've got Brillo pads and uh, washing uh, powder and uh, tissue, and I can go right down the list, and then I'm sent back to the store to get a can of tuna so we can have tuna sandwiches. Or black-eyed uh,
0: peas, you could do that.
1: But you, you, <laughs> you, t- you talk about prices. Uh, we were married in 1937, and that's boy, that's a long time ago, 57 years. And uh, the average income uh, in 1957 was $1,600 a year. Now, my income was about $950, so I was way below average, but I was an optimist, so I went ahead and got married anyway. A new automobile in 19... 19- thirty seven cost around eight hundred and fifty, nine hundred dollars. We rented a house for twelve dollars and fifty cents a month, <laughs> a four bedroom house, and shared it with another couple, so we split the rent, so we was out six dollars and a quarter a month for rent.
0: Oh
1: boy. Uh coffee coffee was thirty eight to forty cents a pound. Sugar you could buy for oh seventy nine cents for ten pounds of sugar, sometime to a dollar eggs eighteen cents a dozen bacon around thirty cents a pound, hamburger meat at that time was twelve cents a pound, bread, eight cents a loaf, milk, oh, they put it up in quart jars i think I think boss dairy at that time, our milk cost us about. Oh, twelve 12 cents a quart, something delivered and put in the refrigerator. Gas, and I always... Don't even don't even
0: I don't even gas. talk about gas. I don't even want to talk about gas.
1: A few years ago, I made the remark to my wife that if gas ever got to be a dollar a gallon, I'd quit driving the car. Well, I haven't quit yet, but, you know, guys make resolutions and they break them. Right. But anyway, gas was 12 to 15 oh, cents a boy. gallon. Uh, stamps mail a letter for three cents and get good service at the post office you know you didn't have to stand out. you had more than one person to wait on you at that time now with stamps going up to thirty two cents one person waits on you when you manage to get to the window and so times have changed movies you go to the movies then and we didn't have TVs go to the movies twenty five cents a nickel for popcorn a nickel for a coke so, people talk about them good old times. Well, there were some things good about it, and there were some things that weren't so good. If you live long enough to, to have gone through those, what we call good old times, and then you live through some of these times that we have now, the good old times to me, in relationship to what it was 50 or 60 years ago, now is the good old times. We had one character in Marlton that always celebrated New Year's, and that was a fellow by the name of Edwin Balch. His nickname is Gink, and that's the only thing. Gink was a fellow that was accused of having a siren on his car, and he'd go up and down the streets in Marlton, and and he'd turn that siren loose, which was illegal. The fire chief at that time, as I said before, was Tony Lahosky. I think Gink did that particularly just to aggravate the fire chief because he was checked and stopped and his automobile checked for a siren on his car but nobody ever caught him.
0: all this arson and everything else was
1: that in lieu of fireworks or what? Well there was a few years back there in Marlton when uh, times were so hard that uh, everybody that, that had a little house had it insured, and it got to where ever night at midnight the fire whistle would blow. They weren't celebrating New Year's. The fact was that there was a house burning and we used to stay up until midnight because we knew the fire whistle was going to blow and there'd be another house burned. It was an epidemic one year here in Marlton. i would be safe in saying I I believe that at least 25 houses were burned in Marlton in one year and nobody was ever caught. But. It always happened. We st- you didn't have to set your alarm clock. You knew the fire whistle was going to go off at midnight.
0: Oh, boy. So
1: that's, that's times. And talking about hogs, <clears> y'all, <throat> that's when people dug in. You know, they killed, ho- killed hogs in November. Well, uh, they salted. The, the meat was cured by salting it down. Well, about the time New Year is coming around, it was time. To start eating that right. meat.
0: Well, we are out of time, B. Jack, and uh, I appreciate you coming out this morning talking about uh, New Year celebrations and everything else. And uh, good luck on your resolutions. I, can you go without telling any lies or whatever? Oh, I've got. <clears throat> I've made
1: a lot of resolutions. I'm gonna be better. I've already resolved not to make any resolutions.
0: Well, I'll break mine, but I'm gonna make them. All right, well, good luck to you and your resolutions, and we look forward to ha- <laughs> that. Look you. forward to having you out next month. B. Jack Wilson, our uh, historian, I guess, for Conway <laughs> County, coming out talking about old times. Thanks for listening to I Remember When, the radio series featuring the late B. Jack Wilson that aired on KVOM Radio in the 1990s, presented by Petty Jean State Bank.